All right, welcome back to Web3 Whispers, where we talk to the gigabrains and anons that power Web3. I'm Matthias, I'm the co-host, Steve. Hey guys, uh, today we have Kalat Kalius. Kalius, I'm going to say it correctly. I'm going to say it five times and then I will know how to say it. Today we have Kalius. Uh, Kalius with us. Kalius, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about how you got into the space and uh, about your new project. Hey guys, I'm uh, Kalius. I promise I'm not a criminal. Um, <laughs> Every criminal always promises they're not a criminal before. It's <laughs> great way to start. I've my not. taxes um, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to be on this podcast. <laughs> perfect i like that uh, he's a criminal and he, or he's not a criminal and he pays all of his yeah, taxes so definitely not a sketchy guy yeah. not an anarchist uh we love kalius here he's a good <laughs> no. guy doesn't do drugs doesn't smoke doesn't drink nope. yeah uh, one of those key like I when do, you're texting I somebody well i do drugs because because um, <laughs> i'll lose all the investors if i don't do drugs <laughs> yeah exactly you gotta you gotta have some kind of flaws you know you don't yeah. want to be per too perfect that's what it is yeah you want to uh, be perfect Anyways, Kalis, can yeah. you tell us a little bit about how you got involved in in Web three? I mean, either if it was through crypto, DeFi, NFTs, and and uh, and a little bit about you know what your project is and kind of what sparked the idea. Yeah, uh, let me see if I can speed run this. Um, so first, heard about crypto back in like 2013, 2014. Um, wow, we're just looking for um, totally legal stuff on the dark web, <laughs> yeah. uh, and. Uh, <laughs> um, after that, um, was a play that tiny bit of poker, not much. Uh, and after that, heard about it again in 2017. Um, uh, a girl was uh, pressuring me to to get into it. She thought, um, yeah, it would be quite interesting to get into it with blockchain. She had a book about blockchain um, huh. technicalities and all that. Um, I, I don't remember what I actually thought about it, but. I was like, my <laughs> you're like, this is probably stuff. a scam, but she's trying to get yeah, me. Exactly. So I'm down. <laughs> what are <you> trying to <laughs> do? <laughs> um, oh. And then um, I got back like more real into it in 2019 through um, the the classic way with Bitcoin. And uh, I, I think I understood from the beginning, from listening to a few podcasts and looking into it, that Ethereum was like, applications and smart contracts and all that but i got um gas gaslit uh, by <laughs> Bitcoin masses. and so i forgot about it for like about what a year or two um yeah. and then got back into it um beginning of last year or end of 2020 Perfect. Um, so the, the Bitcoin maxis were like, you can't buy drugs with Ethereum. You're like, what does it even do? This is dumb. <laughs> Back to Bitcoin then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, nobody that's accepts. awesome. Yeah, nobody was accepting some uh, DeFi token to buy <laughs> like it. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, it's only Bitcoin, only the hard stuff. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> then with, um, yeah, I got into Discord um, and then the first uh, real crypto discord was yeah red uh do you guys know yeah red on twitter it's like a trader guy but he's got like mm, um, yeah, yeah. yep yeah a crypto community thing and from there i got into olympus and i think that's where my DeFi roots are um olympus ot and olympus community uh and yeah i i got a first seat uh on uh, how things played with olympus and governance and um got to understand how how things work and who's a scammer and who isn't and who's <laughs> lying and all that um yeah Trial by I, I fire there that's good yeah and i, I didn't necessarily i didn't have like a position in olympus or anything but um yeah kind of watch it from the sidelines because i wasn't really a big fan of olympus fork season and mm. and how things work and it, it mostly was like um raising funds to pay yourself a salary something like that uh <laughs> kind of the older investment fund scheme <laughs> yeah. um yeah and uh then yeah try to to look into a few things and stay around places that i actually enjoy um and uh that's how i i found bong bears and then abacus and uh yeah i'm, I'm, I'm quite excited about uh abacus space and the people involved in it, especially, and their vision and goals. Um, 
yeah, I, I like that it's not concentrated that much about on much on uh, on on taking everything yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> making creating more like a, more of a public good. Um, because I was talking about a few things with uh, Medici on on how to incentivize things without having to to put a lot of um, like actual money into it, like how mm -hmm. to make people work on something uh, without having the risk of them leaving when when the money becomes a bit tight. Mm -hmm. yeah, and what yeah, were what were some of those what were those some of, some of those ideas that you shared with Medici? Well, it's more like he shares ideas with me, and I don't share. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn, that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, because I know Medici is just really is like super open to feedback. Actually, from I mean, at least like the way that he talks about it, he's gotten a lot of uh, a lot of feedback from like Zeus and some other guys that he's he's kind of applied yeah. down to Abacus. Yeah, definitely. I think that's quite Abacus uh, quite valuable. Um, also because um, Zeus will probably have um, I don't know talking his ear sometime about uh, governance and how things played up with uh, Olympus and how to to improve those things mm -hmm. and uh, come to to a better outcome um yeah but uh, Medici and I talking is it's not necessarily the best trade for him maybe sounds good I mean it is interesting though like that people when they get into crypto they kind of find their way they, they sniff around all over the place and then they find their like tribe like whoever kind of resonates with them and they yeah. usually kind of stick around right like you get a lot of the same people in in these discords yeah so it was really interesting yeah and it's yeah. good that you got gaslit early because I feel like <laughs> once you get gaslit once you're a little bit more uh, resilient to getting gaslit again yeah definitely yeah yeah, and you'd be um, too yeah, rich at this point to start a protocol too. So I mean, if you got in at 2013, 2014, <laughs> for like twelve or something. <laughs> yeah, no, he um, actually used he actually used like all one hundred of his bitcoins to buy like one ounce of weed. <laughs> it's all gone anyway, so it's good. <laughs> uh, it's better than a pizza, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe that guy's. Pizza, I don't know. <laughs> you must have enjoyed that pizza though, but. But no, I mean, it's it's yeah. interesting because the common good or, or like community good projects, like everybody kind of deals with that incentive problem, even, yeah. you know, the Ethereum Foundation, like everybody's trying to crack that, that code. Mm -hmm. I think an important aspect of it could be um, to have a set up vision before the project. And probably that might have been a bit of a problem with uh, own forks because uh, they would be forking the the own vision as well in a way on another chain, but that wouldn't necessarily work there. Um, so there wasn't really any actual vision uh, behind yeah. us. Um, but uh, yeah, I think things things would work maybe a, a tiny bit better with with a vision in mind and um, stick into to that vision in the long run and sacrifice in other things. Uh, for example, with um, uh, how do I introduce this? Guzzoline, uh, a new project that uh, uh, I thought <laughs> would be a good idea. Um, I guess we better talk about Abacus in a way and how yeah, they are. Yeah, you want to get like a baseline or... and how it works with yeah. Guzzoline. And... Yeah. Yeah, so Abacus is supposed to, to appraise uh, NFTs and they do that by letting users lock liquidity into a specific NFTs um, called spot pools. Um, and uh, a big factor of that would be liquidity or the users locking locking that liquidity into the pools. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Rusovsky was uh, wrote this article um, about uh, NFT finance a few weeks ago, and um, we were talking about it in Abacus Discord. Uh, how a few things uh, he needed to add. Floor, uh, someone from Florida was mentioning, and uh, yeah, um, we're joking about it a bit. How with Florida, how okay, maybe you should be nicer about this and the way you say it, because otherwise we fork you and add a top or thing on top of it. <laughs> and <laughs> then I yeah sat back like I don't know one two minutes and then realized wait. We can actually do this and work with Floridao. And that was basically um, Guzzoling providing liquidity to spot pools and partnering with protocols who own NFTs. 
because basically that's what Flordal is. They they um, they do own a lot of NFTs. Um, so uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's Gizlin providing spot liquidity to uh, to Ford protocols and uh, NFT collections. Ah, okay, um, cool. So like NFT collections could come to you guys and say, hey, we want. Uh, is that how? Who would be the like? Who would be the users kind of in the network? Yeah, NFT collections then... can come to us and say, um, I don't know, maybe we have a contest or something. We want to give away a few spot pools to uh, to a few of our uh, users, and uh, we'll we'll bribe you to provide that liquidity into the, our our spot pools, and we can then look at uh, their floor price or their algorithmic floor price and provide some liquidity to those pools in exchange for a bribe, um, mm -hmm. and then. While we farm in those pools, we get um, ABC tokens or emission distribution credits, and then we exchange those for ABC tokens. But I think that's complicating it by saying that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> all good. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, yeah, then we earn ABC, and then we earn uh, bribes. Um, but the advantage we have is that we can lock big amounts into Abacus by uh, bonding with Abacus that was that's going to, that's an option that going they're going to have mm -hmm. for I think minimum is 32 ETH and mm. I think maximum is 100 ETH um, something like that around those lines and not everybody has that amount of ETH so we can buy those bonds um, and receive up to two times more ABC in the end um, uh, so people would kind with, of pool and then yeah. you would buy those bonds on their behalf kind of and then yeah. so it yeah, kind exactly. of aggregates oh okay yeah good good so we'll make it I don't know, a good deal for for collections to to buy from us and they will need to to buy a whole bond or anything like this um mm. and the other option for us is to buy those bonds from abacus and sell them on an nft um a DeFi position marketplace that probably is going to pop up now sooner or later um <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe <laughs> like i'm assuming somebody's gonna make one <laughs> yeah i've heard about one or two at least yeah have you looked much into um i just i was just thinking about a, a pseudo swap have you looked into have seen much of that or it's like kind of an amm for um for nfts and kind of an interesting uh, yeah I, yeah i read the um... Uh, their post about it um don't remember exactly so if you could remind me um it's like really complicated i mean i tried to read their white paper and there's like you know numbers numbers and letters together kind of math and i'm like okay i'm gonna go ahead and just assume yeah. that's right like we'll just like i'm not gonna double check that math but I think it was um, a, like nftx plus something else or um yeah. the price and uh, the price updates in a different way than uh, uh unusual amm Mm -hmm. And you can kind of just like swap and stuff. Like, yeah, it's an interesting one, but I think, I think a lot of people are super excited about it. But it does show that there is a lot of people kind of pushing the bounds yeah. in the NFT yeah. marketplaces. Yeah, I think the difference was that um, when you buy uh, many NFTs at the same time, for example, you don't mm -hmm. end up paying like a big amount of slippage because the price won't go up um, dramatically compared to how we would. Uh, in a normal uh, NFTX uh, scenario, mm, as you start swiping the or sweeping the floor, like in, yeah, in, in all the because if you go on NFTX and you try to buy um, a bigger number of uh, NFTs, um, the price you would end up paying is a lot bigger uh, if you just buy one NFT and uh, yeah, divide that by the number of NFTs you bought. Mm, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, the up the price updates quite. Uh, yeah, dramatically when you when you buy or when you sell. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like that's kind of one of those areas that's definitely going to have to get some kind of improvement, like especially yeah. for this next cycle. I mean, I think we can all agree we're probably in a we're in a bear at this point, so we're just waiting for this next bull market to kind of pop off. But um, I think that's probably where the innovation is going to be in the NFT and DeFi space, combining those two together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, so I, I want to ask you to, uh, oh, actually, if you want to explain anything else about the protocol and any nitty gritty details or um, timelines or any alpha, feel free to drop that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, 
can tell you about how we uh, a common question is how do we get those how we get those funds uh to to provide to abacus spots pools mm -hmm. and yeah. one big way is by bonding um we'll put our bonds for uh, eth and abc so we'll take your eth or abc and you'll get our token at a discount mm. um that's one option the other option will will raise through a public round but that's that's not really that significant but it mm. is uh, it is uh, something compared to bonding um the other thing we do will uh, will accept vabc not will accept abc tokens and you can exchange those, those for gdn abc um mm -hmm. kind of the same mechanism as a convex with curve cvx oh, and okay. yeah. you will get for that you'll get vabc rewards um you'll get uh, a portion of the eth we we get from spot pool uh, auctions i think that was around 11 percent and also you get uh, a percentage of the bribes and on top of that you get uh, gdn emissions um mm. so a, a bit more advantageous than uh, locking it on your own um a, a bit more beneficial yeah a little like an extra layer of incentives just to make sure it's yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good incentive to like do this it's nice though that you can use like the same liquidity to get multiple kind of incentives um i mean that's the the beauty of DeFi, right yeah exactly <laughs> well cool and yeah, now i wanted um, to ask you oh sorry yeah, go ahead. oh no. i was just gonna say like what was it what was like the the zero to one moment for you for coming back when you got back into DeFi? what was it that made it kind of click like was there anything that uh was there a moment that kind of made it you think like oh okay this is like legit this time because i mean 2013 14 was like really early on i mean yeah, yeah. i didn't really get yeah. into bitcoin or anything like this in 2013 um mm -hmm. i was just uh yeah snooping around dark web and all that um <laughs> Yeah, I think it was 2014 and um, yeah, I, I seriously got into it in, in 2019 and yeah, that wasn't DeFi until end of uh, 2020. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. And then so in, in 2019, 2020, was there something there that you're like, oh, okay, it's, this is legit. Like this is, cause I feel like there's, there's a moment where people realize like, oh, okay. Like this could be just yeah. like the dollar. This could be the financial system. Like we can make trades online. Like this is legitimate. Was there something that kind of convinced you of that? Uh, I think I mainly got mesmerized by uh, a podcaster um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I thought was a, a bit more uh, sincere. Uh, what was that podcast called that I was listening to? Um, it was my, um, I think everybody has that, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, like stoicism books reading mm -hmm. phase in their life yeah um so i was like listening to those and all that and <laughs> uh, and i think the podcast was called uh investors podcast they're like bitcoin moxies now mm -hmm. yeah and they didn't used to be but that's that's when they got into it and i was like oh okay so maybe this thing is serious or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> if they're it into was... it then it's serious <laughs> yeah <laughs> it does totally work like that though i mean i think the the content creator side of of uh crypto and, and nfts is like super early super murky and like kind of just it's a bit weird but it's also like such an in such a nascent state like anybody can get in there like there's legitimately no like experts at this point like anybody who's like the biggest guys in it have only been in it for like yeah. may, maximum a handful of years minimum like five months <laughs> you know right. and like the sum total data available for anyone to like really build out any valuable models is just so like you said it's like infantiles it's kind of hard to build out anything that gives us like real insight into potential growth you know what i mean like obviously we can look back and see like the uptake for crypto and, the, and DeFi in the past like year two years uh but aside from that it's like there's just not enough information yet we're still so early in terms of timeline i mean obviously time moves much faster in web3 but still feels very early yeah definitely like if a guy like me can help we're definitely early
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I think everybody's it. Uh, everybody can help out. I mean, there's so many different spots like where people, I think a lot of people get um, discouraged. They're like, well, I'm not a dev or I'm not a whatever. And it's like, yeah, legitimately takes so many people to make even one pro like Shogun War. Like we need so many people that aren't even devs to like do stuff. It's mm -hmm. kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And I think the, the good part about um, new people joining is that, uh, let's say after you spotted who's who and who to trust and who not to trust. Um, yeah, the good part about new people joining is that you do get a few more of those people who bring a lot of value and have a, a fresh mind and, um, they, they get a, a new perspective on things. Yeah. I feel like, and that's a good time to ask, like, who do you see as like, maybe name like two or three people on Twitter, two or three, like crypto DeFi influencers on Twitter that you see as like actually having valuable, uh, information to work with um well you got you you know this guy uh medici right? <laughs> if, if, if as long as medici is not posting about the backsplash from a urinal his information is pretty uh <laughs> fun to use uh yeah i think um uh, zeus is, is definitely still a guy to uh, mm -hmm. to look to so um, you you look at more like project founders right people that are like actually working on something rather than those that are like uh more so taking information um summarizing it posting it on twitter for people to work with you and i feel similarly like you know project founders have a certain ethos they've yeah. like worked in the space they developed something so immediately like you assume and through like using it like you kind of validate that the information they're giving you yeah. is like insightful yeah uh if you're asking about someone who uh, puts out information about other people uh, um, uh, or projects or uh, how things work in mm -hmm. DeFi. Um, uh, I, I find that's quite valuable. The, the old time Kobe, I find him quite sincere still. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, He's good. I mean, he's one of those ones yeah. that, that, uh, I always keep an eye out. Like, you know, Zach always has a thread on everybody and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. everybody's kind of like, uh, I don't know, even people that like uh, I was telling uh, my dad's into Bitcoin and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, like Max Kaiser, you know, sometimes he makes good points. I'm like, like, he's such a hardcore Bitcoin Maxi Max uh, Kaiser is like he had his yeah. own scam coins. Like you got to look at it, you know, like it literally crypto has such a short memory that people yeah, forget exactly. it doesn't come up like, yeah, it's just ridiculous. But Kobe, it seems like it has a pretty pristine record. I don't know if it's completely clean, but like, yeah. I mean. You know, it's always relative, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, people's attention spans on Twitter and like memory is like what, like probably like a three-day life lifespan. Like, I mean, yeah, exactly. I feel like and four days after Zagabon, yeah. like I haven't even seen the word Zagabon on my my uh, my <laughs> feed. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly, and that's why it, it's not really worth to to spend too much time on scammers because, um, yeah, uh, people are going to forget in two days anyway. So yeah, um, <laughs> I know. Like, I'm in a group chat, and these guys like text me like this article or, or a post from a twitter account i'm like that guy's like a well-known scammer they're like oh really <laughs> like like yes like like oh, like god damn man like we gotta like feels like these kids are all trying to touch a hot stove or something you're like that's hot don't don't what are you doing like you know <laughs> yeah all you gotta do is like delete your scam tweets from like two weeks back like way two weeks let like people forget yeah. and then start posting again and everyone's like damn this guy's information is so good just scam again Con continuous yeah. gaslight rebrand yeah. again and then like zach posts a tweet and then they're like just block zach and block anybody and then they just keep posting it's like okay i guess this is how we go you know yeah just keep gaslighting and uh keep doing what they're doing yeah <laughs> it's, working. it's working so well that it's it's impressive in a way but i know it it's like they I, it is always surprising that like people with legitimately good ideas get like uh beat themselves up so much when these guys who have like legitimately nothing good in to add to the world like exactly. we're just so persistent you know yeah like yeah, i don't know exactly. I, I don't know where yeah. they get, they get the confidence maybe it's just like like i literally have no other options because i'm a scammer i'm going for it anyways <laughs> like you know and then other people are like well uh, yeah yeah I mean, you know what i mean uh, you fall back on the, the family excuse i wish you, I, I mean it, it is a good excuse but it, it's not an excuse <laughs> in the same time <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, they do exist uh, everywhere uh, in real life as well. So yeah, yeah. As long as people think like that, 
Not as long as you're co- no, I was just gonna say as long as you're cognizant. No, I do I do feel like volume is king on Twitter. Like honestly, like those people that are posting like I don't know 20, 30 times a day, I feel like usually end up having the most followers that are just kind of I mean, and if you can create a lot of clutter on your Twitter, I feel like it's easier for those people to get away with like the sketchy shit that they do because uh the way that Twitter works and the way that we read it, it's like you don't really see everything. And so like if you can create a lot of clutter on your Twitter profile, then like some people only see some things and others see others. And it's just like you don't get your sum total of information all in one place. Yeah, it could be that also because as you post more and more, um let's say the the right side of the curve kind of leaves because they get they get sick of you yeah and, uh, <laughs> so i kind of stay because they don't get it yeah you're just like you're just <laughs> very quickly trimming fat yeah you just get up over like a ton of them and you can like gas gaslight anybody who <laughs> asks questions and then block them and, the uh, left curve anyway so they're like yeah you just run yeah. over them you're like yeah just keep I, milking them <laughs> yeah exactly it does seem like um that like a lot of the real big brains and shit like that like follow each like they know like uh, they know who each other are you know what i mean like when you've kind of made it and they're like oh okay yeah that guy's good or like you see a few yeah. guys that will like yeah they all interact they'll respond to each other and yeah it's kind of hard to to pick them out but once you do it's it's a uh, much yeah. better signal than noise yeah and i think they don't um they probably have like quite a bit of experience with um the other side or uh, they're not so good willing people whatever and yeah they, they probably just realize that it's, it's best not to just just to leave it and move on with things not to engage with them or anything like this and uh, continue doing what they do best yeah i mean it is so hard to keep like the um the drive to like help new people in crypto <laughs> like because yeah. like it's just so like it's so funny with this whole terra thing too like there's people commenting like oh i lost you know like i thought this wasn't you know an investment or something and this was like i i didn't invest like this is a stable coin like you're in like the bowels of like crypto like all of it's like all of it's risk on like what are you doing like you know what i mean like you cannot be fake innocence when you like you know got you got i don't want to tell you like you know it's gonna happen again (laughs) like you know, yeah, I saw a video on YouTube about um, Terra and Luna, and uh, how the um, let's say the real world perceives it now, and um, yeah, uh, people are still um, a bit clueless or whatever. They're treating it like it's totally bit connect. Which, yeah, I don't know. It's not really true, is it? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the that's the <laughs> thing too. Is like when you're outside of this space yeah. and you see something like that, like it could be like some complete shit coin that like. You know, yeah. either like no one's really participating in it on our end, our end being like crypto Twitter, like people in the space already. But yeah. because you're like not familiar with the space, you just assume that this is like connected to the entirety of the space. And it's like, all right, well, like yeah. this coin, this coin failed, like Terra Luna is down. Like and that must mean that it, I'm like all of crypto is bad. Everything is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a I lot think of people incentive is quite important. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, intent. I meant to say intent. Oh, incentive as well, I think, too. But like, (laughs) I think you're right on both counts. But I think um, people like associate like, oh, if I made money, I was right. And if I did, if I lost money, I was Mm -hmm. wrong or price went down. That was wrong or it was a scam. Like, there's (laughs) lots of great projects that go down. There's lots of shit projects that go up. Like, (laughs) you know, that's why I mean, that's why like. That's why I, I like the analogy that maybe I, don't, I can't remember if it was Diego or someone else was mentioning on the pod where he's like having an oh no is pawns and he was like having an ape on Twitter is like having a Rolex like it's just instant cloud it doesn't matter like how smart you are or not people just assume you know what you're talking about because you have an ape. <laughs> yeah, it does work like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Or you have an ape or a, especially a crypto pawn because that yeah. shows that you, you've been here for a while. Yeah, it's pretty funny though because it, it I think it does work a lot like that in real life as well or you know in the the meat world. Mm-hmm. You see a guy rolling in like, you know, a Ferrari or something like, "Oh man, he must be, you know, whatever smart or yeah, doing something." I think people that see people with money, they assume they're right. Like they're more right than wrong. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's kind of a weird mechanism, I think, because like you know not always are they <laughs> you know it's not really yeah. that true <laughs> you know so, yeah you know, and some like, people just got lucky one. right like some people yeah. just got in early they got lucky i mean it's the same thing with like like you're making this analogy with like ferraris it could be like generational money it could be like i mean yeah definitely. You know, yeah it's it could just, be rented it's just, 
<laughs> True enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah it could yeah, be a rental. Always, and like, it's a bit yeah. different when, um, let's say, you lose everything and in crypto or otherwise, but then you have mm-hmm. a good amount of money to to fall back fall back on from I don't know, uh, maybe relatives, maybe something else or mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is. Um, versus uh, I don't know, someone who lost everything has got nothing yeah. and has to start from little zero. Uh, but in the same time, maybe that someone shouldn't have lost that everything. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I was in the same situation when I, I did lose everything. And um, <laughs> I saw this guy with like this nice car and I just went to him. And I, I, I was trying to explain him about the cash and carry 30% on <laughs> Ethereum. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, is, is that like a stop or something? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm he's going to be like, kind of. The low is slow. <laughs> but i mean some people i think when you hit that point too like if you recover from that or you just keep going it uh, it's kind of like then you're you're so much better for it it kind of separates who like gets punched or who gets who gets knocked down and just stays down like oh this is a scam i'm just never coming back like the amount of opportunity cost there is so massive like they could have just literally gotten lucky the next bull cycle if they just stuck around like there's people that just bull bullheaded their way through each cycle and are up because they just refuse to quit right and it, show, <laughs> it shows like fundamental belief too right like one thing is like getting lucky in the space and then all of a sudden losing all your money and then getting out of it uh because you don't fundamentally believe in this thing but like another thing is getting knocked down like you said getting back up and like you know yeah. you believe in this thing fundamentally you have drive to like see this thing succeed and you know that you can succeed with it like that's the difference yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I interesting that I see that. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, especially... Yeah, go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, no, go for it. <laughs> um, I was going to say that, uh, yeah, uh, I think luck is really important in the beginning because the more luck you have in the beginning, the more mm-hmm. you will learn in the beginning. Because if you get really unlucky in the beginning and, I don't know, let's say you, you lost everything on the first day, you're going to cry quite a lot and <laughs> not come <Yeah>. back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's something about losing a lot of money all at once that kind of hurts more than like losing a lot of money over a long time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like nobody really feels inflation. Nobody's like, oh my god, I'm losing 17% a year, or, you know, whatever, like or 10% a year, like you know, and over 20 years, I've lost millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it is. But if you lose like 200 grand in a day, it's like, fuck it, kill me, <laughs> like this sucks. Yeah. During those twenty years or whatever it is, you do get some other sort of value uh, mm, in, in or, or distracted. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if you yeah. lose it all in one day, you definitely didn't get anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> you uh, get all the so what do you? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So what do you think is? Because one thing that we like have kind of made a theme of a lot of the pods too is like bring, bridging people from Web two into Web three and like getting people to understand it so that they can make informed decisions or at least like getting people to understand it so that they become invested in it either through time or you know eventually like actually putting their money in it. What do you think is going to be the biggest um, machine for getting people? And I say machine figuratively biggest machine for getting people from web two into web three do you think it's like education do you think it's like more web three web two products what do you think nfts work really well didn't they so world yeah. of women nfts are the best so far <laughs> yeah we see world of women nfts is it, is <laughs> yeah. it, is it? <laughs> i had a theory like that that a lot of uh, the female influencers like uh web two influencers would buy world of women ones and i like yeah. knew it was gonna go up and I just fucking it, didn't buy yeah. them. It, <laughs> it did work quite well for people who hated NFTs, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Surprisingly well. Because <laughs> uh, if if that didn't exist or it, the NFTs like that didn't exist, then maybe they would still hate NFTs to this day. Um, but they probably still, those people probably still exist. But um, yeah. <laughs> we need more, like more morally best. defensible NFTs. Like this one. <laughs> I don't even think we should get into examples because that's going to be bad. But, but yeah, I mean, like I know a lot of people try and defend NFTs on like the ESG stuff or like energy yeah. concerns or like that. And it's just like, I tell people like it's made up, like they, they aren't looking yeah. for like reasons to like it. They're looking for more reasons to hate it. Like it's not, you can't convince these people. Like it does. I mean, you feel free to waste your time, but like it, they're not looking to change their mind. 
No, like, I mean, I crazy. guess the younger they are, the, the more um, likely they will change their mind, but maybe that's not the same person in two years or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah. just to, I to mean, give you a, a straight answer to that question, I think, and it, it sounds quite weird, but probably the best onboarding is slow scams. <laughs> just slow as possible scams because people love to get into scams for some reason or some sort of uh, some sort of obvious ponzi that wow. plays sir for, cardano for has a time. working blockchain okay we don't want we don't like that around here <laughs> <laughs> yeah because then they actually get to to learn quite a bit and when by the time they realize that project the scam they they have learned quite a lot and uh, they're less, they're, they're more likely to to stay around, and maybe do their own thing. I don't know. They don't scam probably, and on board more people. <laughs> that. I mean, I I do hope that like I think the of the viable like you know um, good pathways for people to kind of get in. I think the Bitcoin Maxi or even just like the Bitcoin route is one of the best yeah. ones, um, or the uh, like libertarian kind of. I mean, whatever, you don't even really even have to put it on a political spectrum, but more of like the yeah. self-sovereignty. You just want to be able to control yeah, your own sure. money. Like that That route is, I think, one of the best ones. Um, probably NFTs as well, but it gets kind of scammy as well. It's it's easy to yeah, fall definitely. in. You know what I mean? Like the pitfalls in each one. Like Bitcoin, you get into Bitcoin maxiness, but I mean, I think every Bitcoin maxi basically has fooled around with NFTs or, or with um, Ethereum, with shit coins. Like... There's no way yeah. they haven't. <laughs> I mean, that worked for me. Um, I'm I'm not necessarily a political person, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that that route did work for me. But I'm I'm on the more uh, negative side or uh, suspicious usually. Um, I treat everybody <laughs> as a scammer, so I don't think the NFC route would have worked out well for me. So uh, I'm glad <laughs> it, the Bitcoin did it. <laughs> You would have been right more than wrong on on that end, anyway. <laughs> I mean, so it's, that's it's life hard. in a way, I guess. <laughs> I guess, like we just gotta. So that's yeah. Steve's real question is, how do we get more exit liquidity in here, and uh, <laughs> we get them? In? <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's. Um, I think there it's gonna grow and grow. I think people, the incentive mechanism of, um, you know, that you can make a lot of money here. It's mm -hmm. just like a, it's kind of like the sugar to make the the medicine go down. Like people will get in looking for the hundred yeah. X. Maybe they find it great. Good for them. Um, maybe they don't. And they realize, oh shit, this is actually like legit. Like there's a lot of really smart people here. This mm -hmm. is the future. Um, and then they stay, but I think not everybody will realistically. Yeah. Um, unless they will have to at some point, maybe in 20 yeah. years. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I separate that out a little bit, like the buckets of different people, like people that will interact with crypto without even knowing it, people that want to like self-custody um, and people that are kind of like in the middle where they're like, well, I'd use kind of more of a centralized thing. Like I would use Coinbase or whatever. I'd use a centralized entity um, to get me to DeFi or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's probably maybe a 40% there or maybe 20%. And, but the biggest I think is going to be people that interact with DeFi or, or with crypto on some kind of like totally centralized app, you know, Coinbase. Well, that's a good point too. Like I feel like Coinbase is kind of like a gateway drug, so to speak, uh, yeah. where like you can kind of like get as much as I like don't really like it, you can kind of get into the space through Coinbase. And then I feel like once you're in it, like you kind of just immediately get exposed to all of the other options you have and that's when you can kind of work your way out of it you know what i mean or at least into mm -hmm. other parts of web3 yeah, yeah i mean i think it is a little bit like web3 is a little bit like um you know like if you're a scammer you'll see like oh shit this is like fertile grounds you mm -hmm. know what i mean but if you're kind of an optimist and you're like, oh, man, I really think people should have more responsibility over their finances and like there's there's ways for people to to organize and this gives them like a, a kind of a framework and like a, a confident way that they know things are going to get done. Like then that's another route that's like kind of the good in a good way, let's say, um, because I mean, essentially the world works like that anyways with legal contracts. You just don't know if it's actually going to get executed unless you go to court which is like yeah, exactly. the worst case. <laughs> it's just a better, more efficient system anyways. Um, or at least we can hope. I don't know. Maybe I have a little bit of optimism still left in me before uh, all the scams, you know, 
<laughs> before all the rugs. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, with the scammers is that um, they basically go where all the where most people are or where the suckers are, and that that was mm-hmm. crypto um, last year or something like that, or any any sort of low key scammers like. I don't know, Gary Vee or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the Ty Lopez's of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's pretty funny, some of these guys. The Web2, like um, Amazon FBA or like uh, AdWords <laughs> guys, or, you know, like uh, marketing agency guys. Like, it's funny because I did did that before and I can see like it, the, the way they write a thread out, like you're like, I yeah. know exactly who you are. <laughs> you know, it's like you know nobody in crypto writes shit out like that you know, like oh man it, it, i don't know if you saw that one the guy that's like uh wanted to be rich ever since he was little or something he like lusted for like wealth and whatever like he had this whole thing it's like exactly how they teach you to write these threads out on like facebook you know yeah, like it's, yeah it's like an ad the with the olympus um when it got really popular and an awesome um september october even November, uh, mm. the, the most um, efficient way to get followers back then was to write uh, threads about Olympus. And uh, yeah, you get like ton of likes and uh, attention and all that. And um, yeah, I was quite convinced that nobody actually reads these threads. It's just hit like and retweet and set something <laughs> in the title. Um, I know so somebody that- has a some theory like that if it's longer than five tweets then you must know what you're talking about because i'm not going to read all that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i I thought i'd test it out and um ask quite a rise in quite a quite a few of them so uh, Mm. i just tweeted that uh, okay so i'll I'll just uh i'll just copy paste them and see see what's going on (laughs) i'll I'll just copy paste (laughs) these uh, threads and um, nobody noticed I know there is a little bit of that like you have to it's kind of a shame but it is like you do have to kind of ruffle some feathers for to get like noticed on Twitter mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. like unless or unless you're willing to grind for like a year or something like the easiest way to just get followers is just pick something like like Luna okay good you know Doe's a scammer and you just write a thread on how I, I saw this back in 20 you know in 2009, you know, I knew this coming from way back, like that this is gonna be a scam. And like everybody's like, in hindsight, you guys are all dumb. Yeah. Like, but I told okay, well, my dog. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know how you guys fell for this. It's like, okay, well, and a $30 billion market cap, like, there's a lot of people, smart people that felt, you know, like if, if Suzu and, you know, all these guys that are like now, like, oh, yeah. I didn't invest in it. Like, um, yeah. I feel like <laughs> a thread, I feel like a thread either has to be like useful you know, like informative and useful for people to to spread it, or it just has to be like very opinionated and have like uh, a platform for people to argue about whether or not yeah. you're right. And like, even if everyone thinks like, you're wrong, that shit still gets pushed through Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like people want to tell you how wrong you are. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> 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 yeah. it's, it's so funny though. But uh, well, yeah, with stuff like that, it's like kind of hard to <laughs> hard to just give give good value. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, I'd rather Perfectly like enough. I'd rather push things out that are like you know not you know something that I actually believe in that I feel like is valuable. I'd rather push that out like not get that many retweets, not get that many like likes, but like That's actually bring value. The, the thing with a lot of alpha that it gets overlooked or mm-hmm. uh, good mm-hmm. information, valuable information that gets least likes. <laughs> yep exactly yeah. i mean that's the edge right like if you're in crypto and you're like don't have a big bag or anything like that like you just have to put in sweat equity it's the same way in real estate like if you're like i want to do this multifamily home deal uh you know mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to syndicate apartment buildings or something like and you don't have mm-hmm. any money then you're the equity you know you're the sweat equity like you put the deal together you get two percent on whatever you know 100 million dollar deal like that's your way in for a lot of people but a lot of people are just like, now nah, I'll just look for a shit coin. Hope it goes to 100x. And it's like, yeah. it went to zero. What the scam? Like, what? Well, this is bullshit. Like, oh. put $100 mm-hmm. in Luna, get like a million coins and just hope that it goes up. Then yeah. you're a genius. Yeah, then you're a genius. So I mean, that's what I tell people. Like, you're an idiot if it doesn't work and a genius if yeah. it does. Like, you know, it's that's just how it works with people, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it worked quite <laughs> well with, um, what was the other one? Iron Finance from last year. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which uh, also went to zero points, I don't know, a bunch of zeros and then a number. 
Uh, I think they launched like a V2 also. Like, I think it's not like a, like a meme coin. Oh, yeah. The original became a meme coin and then they mm -hmm. got a V2. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Put like, I don't know, a few dollars into that meme coin because I wanted to have as much as uh, Mark Cuban. And then <laughs> Just tweeted at him too. <laughs> yeah. And it happened the same with Luna, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people will gamble on anything. I mean, I think people have to realize too, like a lot of the people in this space are like are degenerate gamblers and like, or let's say high risk, uh, have a high risk tolerance, you know, like it's yeah. not, it's not uh, an easy soft space. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, starting to, to learn that myself the hard way that um, no matter how lucky you, you get, um, math will will take care of you in the end. If yeah, you have that I, kind of risk tolerance. I tell people you you played a bit of poker, right? So you might know. Do you know? Um, I forget what his first name is, but he wrote a book on poker. Um, his no, last I'm, name is Slansky. I'm not like that, that big on. Uh, oh, okay. That, Anyways, I didn't play it's, professionally or uh, not, not professionally, but. But yeah. there's a guy that wrote a book um, about poker, and and I'll give you the short version. Basically, he has what's called Slansky dollars. So it's like a mental model to where, like, if you make the right, let's say you have aces and somebody has kings, you push, they call, um, and you lose, right? They yeah. they flop a king and you just lose. Yeah. Um, you get what slant what he calls Slansky dollars, which is basically like you made the right call, so you should you should make that. Like, if you, there was a hundred times you could make that call, yeah, you should yeah. say yes a hundred times, right? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like plus EV, whatever. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's the same kind of way. Like, you know, eventually you will be, you know, yeah, EV positive. Yeah. Like, it's just it. Sometimes yeah, you get more Slansky dollars, and you just get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, on, uh, on on the usual um, crypto strategies is. Uh, that that option is not there with uh, that EV or whatever. It's not there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's even I, harder with, with crypto. Rob, don't get to yeah. hundred times. <laughs> well, that's the the bankroll management. It's I think that's yeah, why exactly. a lot of poker guys. Yeah, that doesn't exist, yeah. does it? <laughs> yeah, not not for DJs. All these guys are like, I had you know whatever my family's savings in in you know Shiba Inu and it went down. Like I'm poor. And you're like okay, like you kind of did that to yourself. Like I don't know who you're trying to play. Like. Yeah, I do I'll love the management when I get 10 million. Yeah, exactly. I'll, yeah, I'll start, I'll put on the, uh, the bankroll management at 10 mil. I'll put on some risk management at 10 mil, yeah. but it's funny that people like are like, Oh, who do I talk to to get like a refund or like, who can we sue? Like, it's like, it's just, you know, these people like, just like go back to Coinbase. <laughs> like you shouldn't be here. <laughs> like if, if that's your mentality, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to work out. Yeah. I, I mean, um, you probably go when, through through some mental stuff uh or one would go from some mental stuff after losing a few million um yeah it's probably not easy to go from that to to almost nothing and uh, yeah if you have kids or a wife she probably left you in the following days because <laughs> uh, uh yeah they don't usually like crypto <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they were a perfect match maybe they're both degens and he's like honey i should really take profits it's like up 30x here she's like no we need the Lambo and get back in there. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> you know, the quality. scenario is in that case because it's like, is it good or is it bad? Because you do need someone to like hold you back a bit and tell mm -hmm. you, you know, no, this is not that good. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> do that. <laughs> well, that's pretty, it is funny though. It's like, that's what I would say. Like, I mean, good projects go down and bad projects go up. Like there's nothing, you know, just because something goes down doesn't make it a bad project. Just something because something goes up doesn't make it good. You know, it's so hard in this space. Like, yeah, but probably you could be a Netflix. example of the first. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, and that's that's the thing. Like, you could be in Netflix and be down eighty percent. Like, and then you know, like, okay, well, you made the right choice, or like, nobody's gonna make fun of you for it. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's you're still down seventy <laughs> percent. Like. A hundred X wasn't on the table when you went to Netflix <laughs> table, you know. <laughs> Bad. Well, yeah. I was gonna ask you. Um, so how do you uh how do you look at a project now? Like, have you picked up anything like um when you're looking at DeFi projects or anything like that? Do you like check? Is there certain like uh, parameters that you're looking for? Do you right. look for anything or? Um, my main canvas right now is. Um, just people around it and mm -hmm. what I know so far about them. 
um because they they could be i don't know good devs but being involved in the maybe not the most honest work or whatever um mm. we, we should whatever is it's fine if it was like i don't know a long time ago or whatever it's not that bad but uh yeah mainly just uh i just look at quality of people but um bear in mind i haven't had any success so far <laughs> <laughs> you know like maybe not the best person to ask but here's what i do like if it's got a dog name in it plus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plus or minus elon in it then you're good yeah <laughs> i just request their uh, faces and uh if they're ugly i don't go for it yeah exactly you know, usually when someone does something bad it's the ugly guy who did it isn't it <laughs> <laughs> we all have our strategies they're foolproof strategies though i mean i uh i saw some guy was talking about um especially during that time where like all the you know e-news and stuff where the dog coins were popping off he was looking at when he was looking at when like smart contracts were being deployed and you can mm -hmm. see like the name he would throw in like whatever he would measure it off like the liquidity that was kind of there and then yeah. he would just get in as soon as it was deployed and yeah. he would just front run people and then pull out when it went like 10x <laughs> or whatever or, you know and he was just that's how he made a ton of money he's like i'm fucking retired now i'm like i'm done <laughs> damn okay so there is edge but it's not easy to find i think yeah i mean good good job for him that's good on him <laughs> <laughs> it takes some uh take some technical skills though you know but I mean, the nice thing is like with the internet, like it's all free. Like there, there's, I'm sure a video telling you right now how to like, you know, snipe contracts and how to look through the meme pools and like, you can learn this stuff at home. Yeah, um, definitely. It's a, it's a good time to, to be around because there's quite a lot of information and there's mm -hmm. not enough time for you to actually get all this information from all these people living in different time zones, 24 seven, yeah. putting out info. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like it, it's there's no, um, it's very, uh, very much a meritocracy. I think, uh, I think yeah. people underestimate or like critics of the DeFi and crypto space are like, oh, it's just a bunch of like tech bros or crypto bros or whatever. It's just like, it's literally there is no barrier. Like it's permissionless contracts. Like do whatever you want. Like I don't know how much more equal it gets here. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like there's a non. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah, even exactly. matter. You know. So I don't know. Some people can't yeah, be convinced. Um, as to why someone else now again. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's quite motivating when you have people that joined, what, last year? And yeah. they just started, um, I'm not sure what they, their background was before, but yeah, they started just looking at smart contracts and just learn stuff from uh, from the, the get-go. And they, mm -hmm. they got quite good protocols now. Um, mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, his name starts with M, and I mentioned him before. Who's, uh, oh, you're talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but yeah, yeah no. Mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's quite, I don't know, inspiring in a way and, uh, motivating you to like, oh yeah, maybe I should actually do something myself and <laughs> not just sit here and read threads and all that. <laughs> no, it, is, it is actually like really cool. Cause I feel like that's something yeah. that doesn't exist anymore, really like in like equities markets and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. you don't really see people that are really successful at like stock trading that don't already have just a ton of experience behind them. But mm -hmm. I feel like in this space, like so many people come in fresh and they're like eager to learn. And I feel like the space kind of just is ripe for learning and incentivizes yeah. learning. And so people come in, they learn and they like actually say like, Oh, I'm going to take this into my own, own hands and they apply yeah. that learning and they create something successful. Like it is really inspiring because basically most of us are in that same, are in that same like timeline. Most of us are, most of us have gotten in like, within the last like year, two years, like obviously there's people like you that have been like exposed to it, you know, early on and whatnot, but I think I'm not really, but yeah, yeah, but like, you know, you know what I mean? Like even in your case, like you, you really like got in, got into it within the last like two or three years. Right. And yeah, so it's like, yeah. a lot, everyone's kind of still fresh. So it's, it is inspiring yeah, seeing so much success. Yeah. And I think I started, this is starting to become a red flag, no, not a red flag, a green flag for me when someone <laughs> is, um, a new, new in crypto and uh, a dev um because yeah as i said before uh, for some reason a fresh mind kind of gets a new perspective into how mm -hmm. uh, things in crypto work and ends up uh, with something quite valuable and yeah uh, and that's the thing that's nice too is like there's not you know there's no real like set guidelines for doing any of this shit so yeah. like you can have a fresh mind 
you know, expose yourself to kind of as much as you can, like all of the big projects, big protocols, et cetera, et cetera. But you still, you still feel like you don't need to like work within like the parameters of like a set rule book, basically, like you can kind of still do whatever. And so it's nice because you see so much innovation and creativity and so quickly too, right? Like it's, it's, everything's happening so fast. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's also a, uh, major uh, green flag for uh, the advocacy ec- ecosystem mm-hmm. um, as many of uh, these devs uh, gradients um, abacus um, potty putty finance um, <laughs> yeah they're, they're all relatively new new to crypto or learned their skills last year and uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that and also um, the dev from uh, from Bera Chain, he also got recently into crypto and he's already rocking it and uh, got a few new perspectives on things or new takes on things. Yeah, and that's the cool thing too about Abacus. Like even Gio will say like, you know, when you when you create something, you want to make it simple, like easy enough to build on top of because like simplicity yeah. really has like the most power and the most potency. And so when you create when you can create a machine that that works um, within like a simple you know, domain, it makes it easier for other projects to build off of it. I mean, it's crazy to see like how much is being built off of Abacus already, like your project, yeah. Gradient, et cetera. Like, and Geo is so helpful too. I mean, like even Matthias and I, when we talked to him, like he's so willing to like, to share like his insight and he has so much insight. Like I think he calls himself a schizo. Like he, <laughs> he has so many different ideas and he's willing to inject those ideas into other people's protocols too and help them. Yeah, it was the same with um, Abacus Spot when uh, they announced it and then they described this. And then when you finally got to understand it, um, they change, they would change it. And, yeah. and you would be like, oh, fuck, I, I just got Time to learn this again. This. And yep. that was changed when the same way when you read the new update, um, this is genius. I love this. And then it got changed again. And yeah, it's the same thing for like four or five times. So that's why he calls himself a schizo. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he's a schizo and he's no, uh, focused on that, on him uh, yeah, building things as simple as possible, as you said. Yeah, I want whatever we geo smoking because that shit is making him see uh, see the entire uh, <laughs> <open> <laughs> the space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, uh, as I, I mentioned that, I think a vision is quite uh, important for protocols and mm-hmm. um, with Gradient, for example, our vision is to help the Abacus uh, ecosystem. And um, I also wrote it down on our guest focus that if our actions uh, prove themselves to be actually hurting the Abacus ecosystem, we we will uh, then start doing things that uh, we said we'll never do, like stop acquiring ABC tokens or uh, anything of that sort. And mm-hmm. also we'll, we'll use our influence with uh, governance power to to fix that problem mm-hmm. um yeah so um if abacus is not doing good uh with us then we'll, we'll happily stop whatever it is we have to stop <laughs> so i guess on that note what do you where do you see the most value either through gradient or through your protocol where do you see the most value in terms of like what you're offering to abacus Um, providing liquidity to the spot pools mm-hmm. and also making it easier for, let's say, someone who doesn't want to, I don't know, bother themselves learning too much about Abacus or maybe mm-hmm. they don't want to manage those positions. Still have exposure um, to it. Yeah, still have exposure to it. Then mm-hmm. they, they could come to us. But um, yeah, I think it's, it's still valuable to, to go into Abacus even on top of us, like mm-hmm. even if we maybe like take a lower tier of the Abacus spot pool, there will still be value to be gained from from going directly to Abacus as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite um, excited to to see how governance will work for Abacus because, uh, yeah, uh, Medici's got some ideas on that. And uh, we also want to do uh, a bit of um, synthetic style governance where you have a, a console that get selected by uh, holders mm-hmm. and making those decisions and uh, having 
veto decisions made made by by holders um, yeah it seems like it seems like from talking to medici that he doesn't really want like his view is that the governance shouldn't be such that the community has really uh like a major part in completely yeah, changing yeah, really the way things are directed yeah yeah like nobody has time to to read all those things yes exactly <laughs> you want you want the people making or you want the the governance to be directed through like an informed informed decision making yeah yeah and yeah. uh i think with parliaments what they're doing uh i think every three months they're uh, voting for uh, a new council and um other few few branches they have a treasury council as well which i guess the bigger you become the more necessary that is because mm -hmm. you don't want just a few people managing all the power and also all the money exactly yeah no i mean yeah. that's that seems like the right checks and balances too yeah. Well, sweet. What do you think about? Oh, I yeah. Was I was literally just, just about last... to ask you if you had another question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think my only question, or one, I think we have. I don't want to run over. Okay, we're at an hour. Um, my only question is, um, do you think we're speed running like human governance all over again? Basically, kind of a big question. Like we've, I think every yeah, country's yeah. kind of gone through these, right? Like it's. So yeah, I, mean, I think that's that's an advantage in crypto that things move really fast and things move and fail really fast like we mm -hmm. get uh, real world cycles in like what two years or something <laughs> uh, that take a decade in real life mm -hmm. and uh yeah we we get to to see what doesn't work and uh, fix that or new people come in and they they see what didn't work before and uh, make it better sweet i like it or if it doesn't uh, work yeah fix or throw it away try try another one i think uh that was <laughs> one you who was saying that or whatever <laughs> yeah did, did you like his uh his book yeah yeah definitely yeah. um yeah i love that guy yeah I, I really want to read that book about uh it's uh singapore right i like a mix yeah, that singapore. Up and... yeah yeah, yeah okay, singapore good. prime minister yeah good 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 because i was like it's like <laughs> you mixing that with taiwan i'm like you just stop doing that <laughs> yeah. but like i'm pretty sure that would be a good example to for, for someone who uh, wants to read about governance, um, mm -hmm. to, to look into what they have done or uh, what other countries have done or are doing well and try it in crypto and uh, you get uh, feedback on it quite fast because uh, yeah. it will crash in two days. <laughs> um, <laughs> either, yeah. It either yeah. goes up or down. I mean, I think, I think it's interesting yeah. that people could even take a look at like historical models like you know, uh, 1776 in the US or like the Roman, you know, Roman Empire, like, you know, I mean, all these different ones, they could kind of make it work for crypto and like mm -hmm. adjust those in and just see, see how it kind of works in the digital age. But I think it'll be interesting. It's an interesting space the whole time. I don't know how people get bored. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably an aspect of it was would also be how uh, you retain community or um, active members because mm -hmm, yeah. it's quite easy to to go from I don't know one Discord to another or one protocol to another or be in two places in the same time, um, mm -hmm. and how that that will probably affects definitely affects governance in some way, and yeah, maybe in, the, in a good way because then you can compare things easier. Yeah, I mean, some people were. I think it was Sue. Uh, Susie was saying that um, basically, like people now, like governance or governments, like in the real world, have way less um, threat of force. Like the utility of threat of force isn't quite as high as it has been yeah. previously. Like you can move. Like you can be like, oh, I'm gonna go move to Thailand, and I'll just work from home anyways. So, you know, I don't really care. Um, mm -hmm. Because before, if you like worked in, you know, whatever blue collar, you're, you know, blue collar or white collar or whatever, you're in an office, like you, you have to be in that area. Like you can't, you can't leave, you know, and yeah. still keep your same economic uh, incentives. So I think we'll start seeing that where governments are now more, there's more of an incentive for governments to actually kind of do what the citizens want, hopefully, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic, but well, cool. Uh, I think uh, that was, was pretty good. We won't run for, for two hours, though we I'm sure we could. We'll solve governance, all DeFi issues, scammers. We'll get rid of all of them. We'll fix it all up <laughs> in an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to, to do my best on that as well from uh, 
my McDonald's office or whatever. <laughs> I'm clocking in. Uh, well, we, we love having for sure. We loved having you, man. Thanks for uh, sharing with your protocol and just shooting the shit with us about the the space. Um, yeah, I love talking to you guys. You guys are really really fun on the podcast as well. We got a good dynamic, as I said before. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I man. love Thank it. You. It's not too serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, that's what we try I to go for. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what it is. We like the we like the casual conversation. I feel like it makes it makes a little bit more digestible. Yeah, yeah. Like how the fuck are you supposed to like tune in and like listen to someone give you hard facts for like an hour and like actually be paying attention? Like I find myself listening to those podcasts sometimes and then I'm like, wait, I was not listening for the last 10 minutes. I go back and it ends up <laughs> taking me like two hours to digest like a one hour podcast. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to miss a joke, do you? Yeah, exactly <laughs> well anyways man thanks thanks again for having us and or i guess thanks again for joining us not having us uh, thanks again for joining us and uh we're excited oh, to see where this yes. thing goes and and you know like if you ever if you ever want to hop back on again just let us know like when this thing gets closer to releasing and you know even when exactly. abacus drops whatever we'll have you back on we can all talk again or when uh because yeah well i think where there's so many different points where we can jump back on you're always welcome i think yep yeah we'll definitely bump into each other again i think and if you ever want to just leak alpha, our podcast yeah. is a great medium. You know where to come. <laughs> just kidding, man. But... Comment on your Twitter and say don't tell anybody. Probably nothing. <laughs> but... The eye emojis. Probably nothing. Yeah. Eye emoji. <laughs> well, thanks Perfect. again. Thanks again, dude. Cheers. Take care. Take Bye, care. guys.